0: Welcome to another episode of Unconditionally
1: Unfiltered. We're back. We're back.
0: Where have we been?
1: Living life, moving, buying stuff.
0: The the Viva Loca. Yeah. Vita Loca.
1: Okay, but really, when was our last podcast? What was the date? It's
0: like six months ago. Whoa. Eight months ago. Eight? Yeah, we're in August.
1: Holy shnikes. I
0: think we posted in December.
1: Wow. Maybe January. Well, we're back. Um, We moved. This wasn't necessarily a priority. Obviously, we do this for fun. And when we're feeling inspired and have something to talk about, we're not just going to do it to do it. So here we are. I mean, we have, I feel like we have plenty to talk about at this point. We just haven't made the time for it. So we're back. And I think
0: I think also we're just feeling more pulled to record again, yeah, is probably the the better reason. I yeah. mean, we could have always made time for it.
1: Oh, for sure, so you make time for what is important, and it just wasn't a priority.
0: We just weren't necessarily feeling called to do it.
1: Well, and we've been renovating, moving I mean, that took a good six months to finally like get couches and have our life. We felt like
0: buying a new property.
1: Yeah, we just bought a cabin. It's not even closed on yet, but we're in the process. I mean, there's just been a lot going on. So thanks for being patient. We've had so many messages and we finally feel like just we have some good stuff to talk about. So here we are. So today we're going to talk about.
0: I think we're we're going to talk about where we left off last time because we talked a little bit about like constructs. Yeah. And, I mean, I think we're just seeing them more and more with what's happening with government, with politics, vaccines I mean, literally everything. Religion. I
1: everything that I look at now is a construct. And, obviously, everything we say, take take it or leave it. If you resonate with it, great. If you don't, throw it out. Don't even, whatever.
0: Well, and before, I guess, we dive into specific constructs, probably good to just like define what we mean by
1: construct. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like just something that holds us back. That's meant to control us. It's meant to push some sort of narrative. So that would be my definitions.
0: Yeah, I, I think I agree. I think the only thing I would add on top of that is maybe more things that distract.
1: Yeah. Oh, that too. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, I think, yeah, it's things that we get Lost in so whether I mean, I think school to some degree can be a construct. I mean, I I think anything to be an education
1: system, yeah. I think everything is a construct, I really do.
0: Well, I even think like, I mean, I think we can make anything a construct, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, there's obviously like so much division right now, it's kind of a, I don't, I'm Just on like Twitter alone. It's a
1: shit show. We'll
0: say it. It is.
1: (laughs) Like everywhere.
0: Well and on Twitter I I just like blocked out the word like COVID.
1: Oh, so you can't see any posts with that? Yeah, I'm
0: just like I was just like so sick of it. It's like so divisive. It just like is driving me crazy. And it it exists, like not saying it doesn't exist, but it totally is being used now by pretty much every construct. Government, financial you know, you can go down the line, religious, you know, and it makes sense that it would be because it is a global thing right now. But if you step away, you can see like the division in the construct yeah. and that and that it's like causing like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we've ever been this close to having like a civil war in our country. And I still don't think we're like at like an 80 percent probability, but, you know, probably like a 51 yeah, percent maybe. it's just like i don't know it just feels like so crazy how much division there is
1: it's crazy and then let's step back and look at it i mean let's talk about um i mean if we if we think about when we first heard of covid and experienced covid we were like dead serious about it i even got on instagram like stop making jokes this is serious yeah. and then slowly like i mean that was during a huge part of our journey and like waking up and stepping back and seeing like all the things going on.
0: Well, in early, in early March, I mean, we, I have a close friend that has a connection to a director at the CDC. And so, I mean, early March, I went to our local grocery store and bought like $400 worth of like bleach and Clorox and tarps to like cover the house. And
1: we were getting like all sorts of information and we were, I mean, we were ready to like
0: like go on lockdown. Yeah, Bags of rice, food storage. I mean, it was just like, I mean, it was pretty intense. And like everyone we were saying it to was like mocking us, (laughs) which kind of pissed me off. But I also get it. I mean, and this was before we really knew anything. And then three weeks later, like the lockdowns happened. So, I mean, we just want to paint the picture that we did take it like extremely seriously. And we still
1: believe we, and I don't want anyone to ever think we don't think this exists. We're not that is not we don't think it doesn't exist that would be idiotic
0: we just don't think it's a 10% death rate which yeah originally is what i mean was if you look at said. the
1: numbers the facts that they have reported at least i mean that still is 99.7 survival rate and the people who are passing away i mean we don't even need to get into this but yeah. you guys know anyways so if we like scroll back to there you know that was during well
0: since you said that i just want to say like Sorry to anyone who has lost loved ones. Like, it's very real. We know people who've passed away. Like, it's very real.
1: It's very real.
0: And, like, we're sorry. We're not trying to be, like, insensitive. I think we're just Yeah, paining. we're not trying
1: to downplay. We're just kind of sharing.
0: Yeah. So, how? I mean, it's just a, an example of where there are constructs and yeah. things coming up.
1: And then we look to, like, right now. And I feel like the further, the more that I expand and the more I grow and learn... I just see things at such a different light and so I get a lot of messages I would say honestly almost daily of people like how are you not scared? I'm so scared I'm living in fear and and I think that is what these constructs want. I think like we're very easy manipulated and um, controlled when we're living in a state of fear and that's what they want. I mean if you go read the, the news, I mean I have not been a person who's listened to the news my whole life, but I have here and there and when you listen to the news it's terrifying. I mean, even before COVID, it's like all the scary things like, oh, prepare for this or do this or do that. It's just fear-based. It's like they're pushing a narrative. And if you really step back and look at who's working with who, the corporations that are working and funding this, this and that, I mean, it really, it really raises red flags and makes you question a lot of things. Yeah. So, um, so kind of the feedback I've been giving people and I mean, you can share your opinion on this, but. For me, um, I follow a lot of like spiritual, spiritual leaders that I just really love and resonate with. And then, I mean, obviously some people, I don't resonate with everything they say, but something that's really brought me peace, um, that I feel like has been confirmed in, in my body through my guides and just different experiences is that things are falling apart because they're going to come back together even stronger. And like, things have to fall apart to change. They, they're they not just going to randomly change overnight. Like things literally have to fall apart. And I believe, that everything's happening how it's supposed to. And obviously that doesn't make us feel good in the moment when we feel like our world is about to explode and up in flames and there's just so much division and chaos and death. And I mean, so much stuff going on right now. It's just, it's awful. And even natural disasters. But I really do believe everything's happening how it's supposed to. And yeah. Where are you at on that?
0: Yeah, I mean, to me it does it does feel like an opportunity to like upgrade and like get to the next level so what
1: does that mean Mm. like for people who really don't know what you're talking about right now what do you mean by the next level
0: i mean it does it does feel like we are in like a video game not like saying it's i think there's a lot to experience i think it's like as real of a video game as you can be in oh for sure and it just feels like we're getting like the the next level the next mods getting to the next level yeah just upgrading that way and so I mean I think I think that's probably what what I would say is it just I don't know it almost feels like we experience like a glitch in the matrix
1: that's exactly what's happening so (laughs) exactly
0: yeah it doesn't I mean it yeah and
1: here's here's the thing if we are all living in fear I feel like that's almost manifesting or like bringing those things on But if we're constantly, if we're working, like trying to stay out of that fear, obviously when I talk about fear, that's a human, that's a human emotion. We're all going to experience it. And it's great to experience. That's like, we're here to experience those things, but choosing to be like debilitated by fear and to consume it and to just like be in it for years and years and just live in fear. Like that is not, it's not productive. It's not, I feel like you just bring it on. I mean, if you think about it when you're living in chaos, I love this example I'll probably, like, talk about Elizabeth April, Jessa Reed. They're my homegirls. <laughs> they don't know it, but they're my besties. <laughs> um, but Jessa talks about... Oh, my gosh. I just lost my train of thought. What did I just say?
0: Jessa talks about... Before that. Homegirls.
1: Oh, my gosh. Not helpful. Oh, my gosh. I hate when that happens. Yeah, I don't remember.
0: Well, I'll uh, I'll jump in then. <laughs> Dang, um, my brain. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I think even looking back at our experience, I mean, it's not bad to feel fear. Like, I think there's a lot of emotions. I think feeling emotions is great. I think they do push us. They motivate us. And I think like even looking back at how we reacted to COVID, it was very fear driven initially. And I think and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And, you know, it didn't consume our entire life. Yeah. Right. And I think we moved past that. We moved, I mean, maybe moved through it. I think I like that better than passed through. Um, and I think that just, yeah, was, was good for us to experience that and then not like be consumed by it. And I think that's probably the same thing. Like, I just don't think fear is a great motivator. And that seems to be what most constructs are based on is creating fear or creating some kind of handcuffs that make it so that's what you're motivated by, so whether that is financially like debt, it's so easy to get in debt, and then that's like your motivation and your fear is yeah. paying off your debt, religion, like the fear behind sinning, like if you can make a checklist of all the things people can do wrong, then there's definitely going to be a lot of fear behind that um, you know, we obviously saw it with covid, and so i think I think it's probably just good to check ourselves whenever we do feel fear and um, just really see where that's coming from. And, you know, hopefully it's not always coming from a construct and things. But, you know, I think that's more or less like where I don't feel like we're necessarily controlled by a construct now is just because we're not giving into fear now, that doesn't mean we don't have weaknesses. That's not what we're saying.
1: You get a, I mean, I think the biggest thing we've learned over the last few years is we get to choose our own reality. I mean, how easy is it if you are so scared watching the news and seeing all these things happening and you're like, oh, my gosh, we're going to die. Like, turn off your TV, walk away from that, and your life will change within minutes. I mean, what we put what we put into our brain, into our eyes, like what we're consuming, what we're doing on Facebook, on Instagram, I mean, there's so much... Constant fighting like I'm right and you're wrong and newsflash nobody's going to change your mind you're not going to change anyone's mind so it's just like such a waste of time and then you get angry Yeah. and then it's like spiral and then you're like it's just it is wild the world is wild right now but again if you step back and look at it from a bigger perspective I do believe everything's happening how it's supposed to happen and that doesn't mean it doesn't suck that doesn't mean it's not going to hurt and it's not going to be awful and sad but it's I do believe it's happening how it's supposed to happen.
0: It took 13.8 billion years for this...
1: Exact moment to happen.
0: Yeah. And whether... I I think I might disagree a little bit with, like, the supposed to. I just think it's reality and it's what is happening. Yeah. So, I I guess I don't... I think there are glitches. There could be programmers. I don't know if we're going, like, Super Matrix, (laughs) but... um, Yeah, I think that's just something that's been top of mind for us and something we've been talking about. Um, And, yeah, I think it just, like, it hurts me so bad to just see division about, like, the vaccine now and just, like, where people are at. And I think, you know, for a lot of people it makes sense. I think for some people it doesn't. And regardless of the vaccine, I don't know. I just – it's just, like, the attitudes. Like, I mean, you posted on Facebook – It's just, like, anyone posts, like, about getting the vaccine, then they get flooded with everyone, like, saying why the vaccine's so bad. Or if someone says, I'm choosing not to get the vaccine, then they get, you know, guilt-shamed about something. It's, like, we just can't be respectful about people's decisions. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, like...
1: It's just a little insane. I feel like we've kind of... People have just lost all... Reason? Yeah, I mean... I, what, what happened to people just making the best decision for themselves? And I know everyone's like, oh, the doctors know what's best, but I still don't believe that someone who doesn't know me, who isn't inside my body, can tell me if my body is telling me, like, this is not a good fit for me, how everyone else can be, like, you know, like, losing their minds. And I agree. All the above.
0: And and sometimes those doctors who are not in your body all the time have good recommendations, too. <laughs> We're very neutral. I mean, I think that's what I'm just, like, trying to communicate is really is just like neutrality. Well,
1: isn't that the healthiest place to be? Because you can look at the hardest place
0: to be. And yeah, it is the healthiest. It's
1: hard, but it's, it's almost easy. Not, it's not easy to learn how to get to there. But when you're finally there, I mean, when people message me and they're angry at me or something, I'm just like, it's, it's really freeing to look at it from a neutral standpoint. And instead of being attached to what they're saying. Like I'm not attached to anyone complimenting me and I'm not attached to someone like telling me I'm an idiot. Like I don't take on those things anymore and it's so freeing. And I will say for probably a good portion of my life, people always talk crap about me no matter what I was doing, what I was wearing, whatever. And like I always attach myself to that. Always. So looking at things from a neutral standpoint, I feel like that's the, the best way to kind of break through constructs. I mean, because they want us to be on the extremes. They want us to be Extreme this way, or extreme this way, no matter what it is.
0: I think you hit on a, a good point there. Back to uh, my homeboy, Michael Singer, since you have homegirls. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, he, he teaches that we project our identity on things. And so, like, you just gave an example. When someone attacks something you put your identity on, I mean, we take it very personal. Oh, for sure, and I think I think that's you know probably what we're seeing is people put their identity on being a Republican or Democrat or being. And don't you
1: feel like identity is also a massive construct? I do.
0: <sighs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you could say that. It's just not like clearly defined.
1: But here's the other thing: because it's you,
0: influenced by so many, like fashion, right? Oh well, yeah, or, for
1: sure. But I'm saying identity is like I am. I mean, political identity religious identity. I mean, there's a lot of identities out there, even down to like, let's just say I'm not funny. Let's just use that as like a title or a label or an identity. Like I'm not funny. That will literally, that will literally like shape how I view things, how I interact with people. I mean, if you're, if you're clinging on to things like that, it's going to be really hard to, and I feel like it's even hard to grow if you're like, this is who I am. How do you break, how do you break out of that? Or how do you see a bigger perspective if you're like, this is who I am? And I feel like that's how it was for me in the church Yeah. because I was always like, this is who I am. This is what I believe. And I wasn't ever willing to look outside of that because that's not what was in my box. And for me, constructs constructs feel like a box to me. So it's like, if you're not allowed to look out of that or if, okay, here's another, if it's something that can't be criticized, it feels like a construct
0: what do you mean give an example like
1: you can't you can't criticize the vaccine you can't criticize religion you can't i mean you can but you know what i mean like if you criticize those things like you'll get attacked
0: well yeah i mean i just like think-
1: ask questions or criticize it's like oh yeah you can ask questions but they have to be the right questions hmm. so that's probably another thing i'd put in my description of construct slash label slash yeah I I, I do like the identity
0: piece that isn't like something I've ever thought about it's been good to like process that out loud or think through that yeah because I think that is like a big
1: we'll just think of an identity you've like struggled getting through I mean it could be body image which one it could be I mean I think both of us have a lot of like identities or labels we put on ourselves like me not a good mom not a good friend. I mean, just all these labels we put ourselves in and that almost like controls what we do because it's always in the back of our head saying, oh, you're not good at this or, you know.
0: Yeah, 100%. So attaching
1: ourselves to anything is a construct to me.
0: Do you attach your identity to your tattoos?
1: I don't. But I I, want more. I was just thinking that because I saw your (laughs) tattoos. I do want more though. Does that count? I don't really look at that as an identity. I mean, I'm sure people are like, could identify as a tattooed person but I don't know
0: yeah well I mean I think that's yeah constructs identities I didn't I mean we didn't talk about before this going into identity so I think that was a a cool thing to like process and think through because I think that has a ton to do with why constructs even matter for sure is that projection so
1: and people get so attached to it I mean just think of Ugh, I hate talking about politics but just think back to like This is who I identify with. And then as soon as that's challenged or maybe that leader of that group does something you don't like, it like challenges everything. And that's when I feel like that's when people start having these like massive awakenings or if you want to call it that or transitions or something is when they are so hardcore identified with something and then something goes faulty in there or I guess you could call it a glitch or whatever. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I mean, that's what happened to me with religion like, I started poking yeah. holes in my construct box, and I was like, holy shit. Peeked out the hole in my box, and I was like, there's some cool stuff out there. <laughs> Don't get that visual. Sorry, guys.
0: Yeah. She, uh, <laughs> she did put her hand over her eye in a close shape. So. And I
1: looked out the box, she and did. there was a whole world outside waiting for me.
0: And I think, honestly, like, what it comes back to is what's inside of us. Is enough. Like we have everything we need inside of us.
1: One thousand percent. And if anyone's trying to tell you otherwise, that's where I would I would always question it and ask and ins- like go inside, meditate, pray, whatever you like.
0: Well, and I I don't even, I mean for me I don't care as much about like the external. I think there's a lot more like with my inner voice and being in my head that gets in the way more than. Oh, me too. Probably anything externally. So I think even even identifying that is. Yeah, is important because I, I mean, I still care about you know money and having nice things and things like that. Like
1: I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I think it's just I'm you have given to giving into the
0: system though.
1: But you have to ask your intention with it. You know, I well, mean, I that, think that's we've what got I'm
0: saying. it. It there still is like scarcity behind it. I think. Yeah. I mean, we're just going through this journey like.
1: But it's only been two else. years of us like truly diving into this journey. So it's not just going to like flip a switch, you know, it's going to take time to work through all of the, the things, all the fun things, all the crazy things, all the hard things.
0: Well, I think, I think there's even like fear outside of that. It's like, what if I did just stop working and we had enough money? Like, I think I'm like, there's like a fear of just like being bored. And like, what do I do now? Like, I don't know what I would figure (laughs) out next. Like, I don't want to just like do house projects all day. And like, the mountains or something, if that's where we're the like, out, you know, so it's like,
1: I know, what do people do before
0: play cards? I don't want to do that all the time.
1: Trigger warning.
0: Trigger warning. <laughs> we'll tell you later. When,
1: okay. When well, we I mean, I think we, I think we got so. our, our point across. I think it's really a really healthy thing to do is sit down and say, okay, what labels am I touching myself to? Are there any constructs I can like take a step back from? And look at a bigger like just with a bigger perspective and really work towards neutrality, because I promise you guys when you can look at something neutral, I cannot tell you how nice it feels to look at something and be able to see all sides. Like ask yourself this side, this side, this side, and just like set yourself free and not be so attached to like, well, that's my side. So this is what I have to believe or this is my side. So that's what I have to believe.
0: I mean, I think you could do like a simple thing. Like if I were to say, fuck Trump. And that like triggers you, or fuck Biden, and that triggers you. It's like there's probably, you know, and that gave me there. that
1: was like zero. There was zero emotion when you just said that. But You're if like, it was like doing? if it was like six months ago and you said that, I'd be like, wait, I voted for him. Yeah. Oh, I just outed myself.
0: But which him. Don't there's, worry, I'm not voting two, ever there's again. There's two hymns. So Politics voting,
1: it's all a corrupt system <laughs> and a construct, and I will never be participating in that again. Just FYI. <laughs>
0: But, I mean, I think I think if someone were to do that about anything, and I think your response shows maybe how much you identify with that.
1: Yeah, like if someone said, I mean, I've been called, like this company posted a picture of me and my hair, and I got made fun of, like people like, she looks like a boy. I mean, that, and it did not trigger me at all. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that feels really good. I kind of just like laughed. And I was like, cool. I mean, that just shows you're in a neutral standpoint because you're not like, oh, my gosh, I look like a boy. What am I going to do? I don't want to look like a boy, you know.
0: You're one sexy boy.
1: Thanks. I try.
0: Um, cool. Well, okay. I, think, I think that's it. I think that's it. So good. Just, start, <laughs> just start going around and saying F you to things <laughs> to people s- and just see how they respond.
1: No, or just just see what response comes up. I mean, I say this all the time on Instagram, but if something triggers you, that's where you know you need to work on. And even yeah. if it's someone else saying like, you're ugly, you suck, if that triggers you, you have work to do. And then you also have work to do to provide that person compassion and knowing that they're coming from a place of hurt or projection and it has nothing to do with you.
0: Yeah. Amen. Amen. Give yourself love. Give yourself grace.
1: Follow us on Instagram if you want to see us post once a year. (laughs) Subscribe.
0: Leave a review. Unless you're on Spotify and you can't.
1: And we'll talk to you guys next time, whenever that may be.
0: Hasta mañana. Turn out we let the stars shine bright. Yeah, I've been waiting too long for you. I don't wanna love ya if you don't.